Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight do we really have any news or do we really have anything to talk about is there anything pressing to talk about tonight <laughs> uh, as always there is lots and lots to get into on this 396th episode of ays Sean Payton retires, or should I say steps away from the New Orleans Saints. We'll obviously talk on that a lot tonight. The impact Sean Payton had uh, not only on the Saints, but the city of New Orleans and the entire state of Louisiana, for that matter. Hell, I mean, you could even say that he had a huge impact in in the 2019 LSU National Championship. So there's so many things that we got to talk about with Sean Payton and the legacy that he left inside of the state uh, of Louisiana. Also, John J. Hendricks, our good friend John Hendricks, who covers the New Orleans Saints, will be joining us around 7.30. What is he hearing? You know, is New Orleans native Eric Bieniemy a candidate that that the Saints uh, uh, will go after? Something that we'll talk about. Gail Benson talked about uh, Dennis Allen, and, and they'll go outside – of what's inside of the building other than just what's inside of the building. Uh, we'll also get to what Brian Kelly is building. If you if you missed it today, Brian Kelly brought in a pretty big uh, off-the-field staff member. Uh, we'll touch on that as well. We'll give you a little bit more uh, uh, about that hire as well. We are on daddy duty as we are trying to figure out my wife's new work schedule and things that entail uh, with her new work schedule. So I am on daddy duty currently, and my son Ben is eating supper and watching his iPad and drinking some juice. So bear with us as we are adapting uh, to what's going on. We'll be in the new studio soon enough. Uh, Really looking forward to that as well, and we'll get to some um, LSU basketball. And like we do every Tuesday and Thursday, you have a question inside the Rudy Crew chat. Hit us with the hashtag AskBlake, and we'll get to it. Uh, as well. All right, Dwill0917 sends us $9 via Super Chat. Thank you so much. Every time that you guys send us stars and Super Chats, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, Lamar Williams says, big pressure in the building? Yes, big pressure is in the building. That's why I told you not to close that door all the way. We're going to need a babysitter, that's for sure. 
on nights that my my wife is out. Maybe my mom can come and watch Ben because we're not we're not playing. We gotta we gotta continue to do what we're doing. Uh, Pooh Bear says hashtag ask like Daddy Duty or Daddy Duty D O O D Y. No, he just right before the show let off a a massive massive. Um, droppings, if you will, uh, right before the show. Of course. Of course. Dion Black says, hashtag ask Blake. We'll, we'll get into those questions. Uh, my mom says, my mom's in here. She says, just call. All right, well, we might need you to w- watch uh, Ben on those nights. Oh, I didn't pop him. He said, uh, Dion Black says, I heard that pop. I didn't pop him. That's the door. I did not hit old Ben. That, I did not. All right. <sighs> Lots to get into. Hopefully, we can get, can get into it. <laughs> Can get into it all. Uh, good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape says, not at all, just a normal day. Yeah, it was a very, very uh, impactful day. And to all those people who said that Sean Payton, myself included, um, well, I said that I didn't think that he was going to retire or he was going to leave the Saints. Uh, I did feel that it was very real. He, was, he always controls the media narrative when it comes to him. Always. All right. So let's get started. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on Facebook, do us a favor. There's over 240 of you currently live inside of Facebook. Do us that favor. Hit the like button. Hit the share. Share to some Facebook groups. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it if you did that. If you're watching this on YouTube, do not forget about the $300 gift card giveaway. We are closing in on only needed 100 more subscribers to give away that $300. It's powered by our good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So go subscribe if you haven't done so already. Hit that notification bell as well. We'll do a join at the end of the month if we get to 3,000 and you can have your chance to win. And also, if you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, don't forget to subscribe there as well and hit that and and give us a rating uh, too. All right, let's get started. Let's pay some bills around this thing and then we'll get rolling. None better. They're good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and Bet Online. A-G. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vorndon Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana, our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, we only got three more NFL football games until for the end of this year. The place, if you want to bet on those games, the best place to do it is BetOnline.ag. Whip out your mobile device at the end of the show. If you haven't signed up already, do so. Use the Believe 50 AYS podcast tab for your 50% welcome bonus. Deposit $100, they will give you 50 back off the top of that. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Ant says, go get the enemy. All right, we can talk about that. We will get to some recruiting stuff before we get John Hendricks in here as well. Actually, because I know there's going to be so much Sean Payton talk, um, let me get to some LSU stuff first, and then we'll get – well, you know – I don't know. We can do whatever. We can get to Sean Payton and then to some LSU stuff. Uh, Look, I have been on this show countless times and have not always been a huge fan of Sean Payton, meaning whether he does some stuff in reference to calls that he's doing, whether it's in reference to what he's doing off the field, maybe antics, maybe what he's doing on Twitter. Uh just things that mainly of what he's doing off the field. But, but, even though the personal preference and things that I have had differences and opinions on about Sean Payton, there's one thing that you can't deny. He is, without a shadow of a doubt, the best, the best Saints coach of all time. It's not a debate. It's not a question. Anybody, No one can debate you that. And I think some could debate you 
of maybe the best football coach that Louisiana at that because of that level and what he did for the for the city of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana, maybe the best football coach that this state has ever been graced with. Some may have that debate. I do think over the last couple of seasons, Sean's offense didn't always innovate with the times, meaning RPO. When's the last time you saw the Saints run an RPO? Maybe sticking with Taysom Hill a little bit longer. Look, it's the man's choice. If he wants to leave, if he wants to step down, let him do so. I have no issues with Sean Payton wanting to step down. He says he wants to get in TV. Good for you. But that honeymoon and the Saints honeymoon and everything that Sean Payton has been a part of and what he's done goes majority of that goes out the window if in one season, two seasons, three seasons, as it feels like Ian Rappaport of NFL uh, of the NFL and guy that covers the NFL and the guy that broke the story today, he seems to think that Sean Payton's going to be out for a year and then he's going to be right back in and someone maybe like a Jerry Jones comes in and pays out the contract for Sean Payton to the New Orleans Saints. The honeymoon will be over at that point. Don't go out there and, and make a sob story uh, in your press conference if that intentionally is what you're planning. Because Sean Payton said, I'm not coaching in 2022, and then we'll, we'll take it from there. B.S. You know that there's going to be a chance, and there is a chance that you want to go and coach. Again, no questions about Sean Payton winning, the, uh, winning a Super Bowl, I am very appreciative of what he brought. I mean, growing up inside the state of Louisiana and watching the Saints for my entire life, I don't think that you can necessarily question the fact of what Sean Payton has meant and what he has done for this state. It's 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 just not debatable. Again, Drew Brees is out. Sean uh, Last year, Sean Payton is out this year. Now, in reference to a new coach, we'll bring John Hendricks on here in about 15 minutes. We'll let him discuss. Um, I do like Eric Bieniemy. Some people don't like it. Some people are like, he's never been a head coach. He's only been a coordinator. Well, shit, a couple of seasons ago, well, I say a couple of seasons ago, 16 seasons ago, you did the same thing with Sean Payton. How did that play out for you? Guy that's from New Orleans. Maybe he wants a gig. I don't know. Dennis Allen, obviously the defensive coordinator that's on staff already. He's somebody that a lot of people have thrown out. But... Like I said this morning on Twitter and Facebook, and like I'll continue to do it, and I'm glad that Sean Payton came out and said he was stepping away today because the longer that goes on, the Saints don't have the opportunity to go out and formally uh, start requesting for interviews for any of these coaches. It's not going to be tomorrow. It's not going to be the next day. It's not going to be probably the next day after that that the Saints announce a head coach. There's NFL guidelines that you have to go, uh, go with when you're hiring a head coach, the Rooney Rule, I think the NFL makes you interview at least three co- three people for your coaching decisions. I'm sure Sean Payton will have some some things involved there. So we'll see. I think that Sean Payton was very sincere when he talked about his players. I think he was sincere. I was more. I was expecting a little bit more uh, about Drew Brees and the relationship and everything Drew brought to him, and I, I didn't get it. He talked about him some, but look, I, there's I can't – some of these things that I'm saying, stop, Benjamin. Some of these things that I'm talking about are, are, are small, minute opinions. And if you disagree with those, that's okay with me. It's okay with me. I don't I, – I, I really can't argue you if you have a – on the small, minute things, I can't argue with you on that. Winning coach, stubborn, hard-headed at times. But he did a lot of he did win a lot. He did win a lot. So for that, I I thank him. Um, and we'll see. Uh Jimmy James says Mayo is that blue plate pick, y'all. Uh Onions Stink on YouTube says Nick Saban to the Saints. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Um, William brings up a good point. It's something that everybody's going to be talking about in the state of Louisiana. He says, Sean Payton giving me Nick Saban type of vibes. Of course he, of course he is. Of course he is. Guys, he doesn't want to, I mean, look, is he burnt out? Maybe. Is he burnt out? Sure. I, I completely understand that. 
most of you, especially those that you of you that are married and have kids, you understand burnout. It's very quick to get there. Very, very quick to get there. Some nights I can't come on this show because I'm completely burnt out of what I'm doing all day, things I'm doing for AYS and other things, regardless of what it is, and then come on here. Sometimes you get burnt out. I understand that. I completely understand that. But if he does decide to go somewhere like Dallas, everything that he all the all you know, Saints Twitter is a big thing. If Saints Twitter starts ripping him for going to Dallas, he deserves every single ounce of it. It's not as if that the Saints were not paying for players. They weren't doing renegotiating re- to get free agents. He doesn't have an excuse. He said something today about, too, um, hurricanes and stuff like that. I didn't really understand what he was trying to say. So, we'll see. All right, let's get to a couple comments. We're going to get, very quickly, though, we are going to get um, into some LSU, some LSU stuff because i got to get there, especially about some recruiting stuff. Uh, Ant Marshall says, be enemy or Dennis Allen. I mean, it seems to, for right now, trend that way, but I don't know that. We'll ask John Hendricks what he thinks there, um, and we'll see. Josh Forbes says, ha-ha, I'll agree. He was – the Tin Man. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. Sean did a lot of good, man. He did a, he he did a lot of good, but he was stubborn. He was stubborn. Very stubborn. When's the last time the you saw the Saints run an RPO? Guys, there's times that they're going out of the I formation. With all due respect to Sean Payton and Sean Payton's great on offense. You're damn right he's a damn good play caller. I'm not saying that. But you got to innovate with the times and what current and what offenses are doing. The reason that Cesar Ruiz does is not a good guard is because he's never freaking played it. Newsflash. There's a learning curve for Cesar Ruiz. No shit. I, I mean, whatever. Um, ben, shh. But, yeah. Okay. We'll get to a couple more, and then we'll uh, switch to LSU stuff. LSU337 says, hashtag ask Blake, if Sean does go to Dallas in 2024, what type of uh, compensation would they have to offer to Nola for him? Saints will own his rights. Yeah, they will. We'll have to ask John that because I'm not specific on – I'm not specific on his current contract and what they'd have to pay out. I, I, I don't know that specifically, uh, but we'll see. Uh, Barrett Granger says that the Saints are $71 million in the hole. How do you get out of that? I don't know, but Mickey Loomis seems to find a way. He seems to find a way. Um, and, look, I see a lot of people throwing in Dennis Allen in the comments. Maybe. Guys, maybe. But, look, there's things that I disagree with with Sean. I think he was petty as hell, not just with me, but things that he did on Twitter. If the rumors were never true, he would have gone out on Twitter and told you. He was petty with a lot of stuff. He was very sin- Shh. Go watch Pat. He was very sincere today in things that he did and things that he said. Um, but I, I, petty, petty gets you beat. Robbie Smith says that Blake had an anti-Payton agenda for a long time. I, I, I really don't – I, I really uh, – and, Robbie, I do understand where you maybe think that I had a, an anti-Sean Payton take. I think he's a good coach. I think he's probably one of the top three or four coaches in the NFL. I think that he's going to be a winner no matter where he goes. I think that he, at times, and most of the times, is a good play caller. I think that he can put a good roster together. I think that we've seen that he could develop quarterbacks really well. All I've said is more of a personality thing. When have I ever come out here and said, fire Sean Payton? I've never said that. So the anti-agenda that people think that I have is not necessarily true. You see yourself? Wave. Go ahead, boy. It's not necessarily true. All right, we do got to get to uh, 
some LSU stuff. Uh, Ryan Thibodeau says uh, LSU players to the Saints in the draft. Yeah, that's something that seamlessly didn't happen a lot. Go, Benjamin. Go watch Pad. It didn't happen a lot. It didn't. It didn't happen a lot. But he did. It didn't take him long to. It didn't take him long to to get out of uh, out of New Orleans after. Um, stop, son. Stop it. You there? You go. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to figure this out. Okay, we do have some LSU stuff to get into. You want to go watch Pad? Okay, go watch our Pad. We do have some LSU stuff I want to get to very quickly. Everybody, do us a favor by hitting uh, the like and share. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, send send it to everybody, especially on YouTube, as we're about to do the three hundred dollar gift card giveaway, son. Um, Ben, no, sir. You want to go play in your room? Go ahead. You can go. Um, LSU stuff very quickly. All right. I report, I say I reported this, you know, I kind of got ripped a little bit on it, but it really doesn't bother me. Um, I have been told by eyewitnesses and people around and from recruits and their families um, about, let me make sure, because I can read my text right here. Let me make just make sure that I have the current time. Around 5.30-ish, 5.45 today, that Jimbo Fisher, the Texas A&M head coach, made landfall inside the state of Louisiana and in the North Shore. Now, whether it's an in-home visit that, that, that Jimbo Fisher's doing, whether he's going to eat with the Matthews family or what he's doing around the state of Louisiana – I, that part I don't know. I haven't gotten those specifics. What, buddy? You want what? You need the light. All right, y'all, hold on one second, okay? Come on, go. Okay, I do apologize about that. We will have this we will have the the Ben situation figured out by next week, I promise you. I I very much promise you. Um but he did make landfall inside of Tanchebo Parish around 5:30ish. Let me say this too. I did not say I did not say that Jacoby Matthews was going to Texas A&M. I didn't make any kind of whatever people were accusing me uh, of doing. Um, but it does send more waves to me um, about what Jimbo Fisher is thinking in recruiting. Um, why so specific? Why now the day after Jacoby – I mean, after Harold Perkins decommits, there's some sourcing out there that says that Jimbo Fisher is going to be going in home with Harold Perkins tomorrow. Let's see how all that goes. But I still, I still do. Um, I, I'm I'm more confident with where LSU stands at the current moment with guys like Jacoby Matthews and others. Again, this whole everybody sending me DMs that this player is a lock, that that player is a lock, that this player is doing this, this player is doing that. This player 1,000% is coming to LSU. Guys, it's never – it's rarely 100% until the day that they sign. So, I don't think that Jacoby Matthews or Hill Perkins, I don't think any of it's done with anybody. Doesn't mean I don't feel good about a specific recruit and where he's going. Doesn't mean that I don't think that LSU sits in a very good position for majority of the people that they're going after. Doesn't mean that at all. I mean, Brian Kelly is currently out and about and doing in-home visits as they went in-home, him and Coach uh, 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 Coach Cortez Hankton, Brian Kelly and Cortez Hankton going in-home with Caleb Douglas, the wide receiver out of Texas. So you have a situation where Brian Kelly leaves the state of Louisiana, goes inside of Texas. Jimbo Fisher leaves Texas and comes inside the state of Louisiana. So – I know some people, for whatever reason, got a, I don't know why to say upset, but we're 
maybe upset of um why we were put um why we were putting that but if you don't want the information just just move along look as we close in on and come within a week of february the 4th or or february the 3rd whatever the national the last signing day is i think that lsu can end this class really well we talked about this last night. I think that they can end with Harold Perkins. I think that they could end with Javante Citizen. I think that they could end with Jacoby Matthews. If they land all three, let me say this. I do not want to hear any anything else about Brian Kelly recruiting. N- never a word ever. Because where they started to where they'll end up with those three guys and those three recruits. They'll have five more spots left, by the way, to go inside a transfer portal or do whatever it is that they want to do. Um grad transfer transfer whatever maybe if there's a high school guy out there that we're not talking about sure um or that they haven't really targeted yet maybe there's somebody uncommitted um that that perks up late maybe in the next couple days I don't know that what I do know is is that if if he does even if you land two of the three I really am going to have a hard time uh listening to people talk negatively about Brian Kelly and recruiting you know, I wanted to talk about two, and we'll probably do this after John Hendricks, uh, is, and he's going to be our guest here soon. After he comes in here, we talk to Saints and Sean Payton and, and, and everything else. Um, what Brian Kelly is specifically building is something interesting. It's something extremely interesting to me because I don't remember a time where you saw this much focus in recruiting from the off-the-field personnel staff from on-the-field personnel staff, guys that not only can recruit but can um, but can coach. And look, a lot of the people and a lot of the guys that are on the off-the-field staff in the recruiting office, like LSU now, I put it was per football scoop because it is per football scoop. But if you missed a day, football scoop is reporting that LSU is set to hire North Carolina State's director of scouting, Corey Phillips, who has a lot of ties inside uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Football Scoop narrated it as a high personnel position inside of LSU. A lot of these guys have been to high academic uh, institutions. So it's funny to me that, that not only does he want somebody that can scout really well, but he wants somebody that's going to have the, the really good morals uh, when it comes to off the field and in and in the classroom as well. So I thought that that was uh, very interesting. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments. Uh, Stacy Gilmore says, Ben said, this is my house, Dad. It is his house. Um, but, you know, we're just going to – we're going to need hmm. – and don't get it twisted. I love when he comes on the show, but, you know. He doesn't like talking to me all during the day sometimes, and then when Daddy comes on the show, it's Daddy this, Daddy that. Stefan says, Ben, like, let me see what all the fuss is about. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You should. He kind of jumped a little bit uh, when I said, ah, we are live. Uh, Blaine Smith says, Joy Freshwater, the new Saints coach. Come on, man. Uh, Lamar Williams, big pressure. Says Jumbo wasted his time on this trip. Maybe so. Maybe so. And February the 2nd is signing day. There you go. February the 2nd. Um, Maybe so. But let me tell you this, and I want to make this a very big point too. A, a, a very, very big point. Do you, like, let, let's all say this out loud or at least in our heads to some extent. Are you a thousand percent sure that AM boosters culminated and put together in one big pot $30 million and did not expect a return on investment? Now, the article and the person that initially reported about the $30 million for Texas AM, if you if you read that article, and I forget who wrote that article. In the article, he talks about that he had spoke with no one inside or around Texas A&M 
who had personally deposited money inside of the LLCs or the big pot of money that everybody's talking about. So we have an article about this A&M money and the $30 million, but we don't have in this article one booster or one person who said that they gave money to and, and for all of this NIL stuff. Doesn't mean I don't think A&M's not doing it. I think that they are. I'm just saying it's very funny to me. It's very funny to me um, that there wasn't more uh, about that. All right, John Hendricks just texted me, said he's having a little bit of internet issues, and it'll be a little bit uh, longer. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. I don't like it when he comes becomes quiet. Benjamin. You okay? <laughs> Bro, when he when Ben goes quiet, when Ben goes quiet and I'm on daddy duty and we're doing the show, scares the ever leaving bejesus out of me. Scares the bejesus out of me. All right, a couple more. Uh and then we'll get to uh my good friend John Hendricks. Um, Ben says, hashtag ask Blake, when is the last day for transfers to be enrolled at LSU in order to participate in spring ball? I think it's the 27th. I, I looked up, you know, LSU's core courses and when they, you have to be enrolled and I, it said the 27th. So we'll see. So we'll see. All right, let's do this. Let's get to a quick break. We'll get to John Hendricks. I see a lot of people firing in here, being enemy to the bears. Did something just break? I mean, that's like the seventh or eighth comment in a row that I've seen Eric be enemy to the Bears. We'll see. We'll see. All right, quick break, and then we'll get right back. Uh, none better than our good friend, Carol Foss, who is sponsoring um, our $300 gift card giveaway on YouTube. Again, subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, for the chance to win $300. Guys, that's a lot of money. And we don't know specifically where – we're gonna do the gift card too, but we can we can talk to you about it after drawing. And our good friend, uh, my good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. Guys, you might know that State Farm agent Carol Falls has great service, and he is your good neighbor after all. Did you know that State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yeah, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside of the state of Louisiana. So call him, call him and call State Farm today at 985-395-4300. That's 985-395-4300 for your surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurances. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And our good friends, Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. Guys, 225-937-7220. 225-937-7220. Want the outdoor patio space. Want your lawn mode. You want some landscaping done before uh, the summer and spring starts getting here. Call Richie Roche at Roche's Lawn and Landscape today. Again, it's 225-937-7220. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, we got our good friend John Hendricks joining us. John, it has not been a big news day. You know, we talked yesterday, John, and we were joking in our text, oh, it's not going to be, you know, today's not, and we were just joking about it not being a big news day. Well, a bombshell, like Thanos raining down hellfire in Avengers Endgame, came today uh, with Sean Payton announcing that he's stepping away. John, I'm just going to give you the floor, my friend. What do you know? What have you learned over the last 24 hours? And take our listeners through the decision with Sean Payton and everything that's going on. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just start at the 90-minute press conference I was at this afternoon, or, you know, and that was just uh, interesting. It was kind of a somber thing. And, look, it's something that Sean was wrestling with, it seemed like, since going back to training camp, and it really didn't start to come to light until the last week of the season. And then he's kind of getting into this mode where tr- figuring out retirement, and then he talks it over with Gail Benson. Gail says, hey, take some time off, as much time as you need. Spend some time in Cabo gets his batteries recharged, if you will. And then obviously he came to a decision. He was at the facility on Monday, talked to Mickey and them. And then just really, I mean, he talked to Drew Brees last night too for at length. And so he kind of knew what direction it was going for sure. But look, it's um interesting, you know, I'll just say that, that 
the timing of this is you got the senior bowl next week. You've got a lot of questions that you were coming into this season already. If you know, we know, Hey, get better at quarterback, get better at wide receiver. And you feel like you have a good run if you can keep right. some of these defensive pieces together. But now that's not the case. Um, and you know, Sean, here's what we'll say, or here's what I'll say. He's not coaching anywhere in 2022 because the saints have the rights to him. So anybody after that, are still going to have to get those rights to Sean Payton. So right. it's going to require some compensation. So he might do TV outlet. He said today, and again, he's been as honest today as he ever been. was ever. So right. he said, nobody's approached him about TV. So he sees all the stuff that's going on, but absolutely nobody has approached him according to him. So um, very somber moment, very shocking moment for sure. And uh, man, you know, it's a, it's a new era. I thought the Drew Brees stuff last year, was crazy as it is, but now no Sean Payton. Um, only Malcolm Jenkins re- Jenkins remains now. <laughs> well, John, the interesting part here is, uh, and look, Louisiana fans, when it comes to a sports aspect, that I don't want to put you on the spot, but I think it's a relative question. Obviously, the Dallas Cowboys gets thrown out there, uh, the rights and and getting bought like you talked about. Um, but John, is this going to be a really bad look? If in a, a year or two he winds up being the next head coach for the Dallas Cowboys or someone in the NFC, because John, let's be honest, I, I, I mean this Saint this 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 state has seen Nick Saban. We've seen others go and do it and be a part of other either teams or, or that's in a conference or in the same division. Uh, John, what is your feel around the Saints fan base right now? I mean, look, Drew, the Drew Brees thing, it, it, it was coming to an end. I mean, he can't play forever, so we kind of always knew that. But the Sean Payton news coming out of left field, what is your thumb and what is your thumb telling you about the Saints fan base today about this news too? Yeah, I mean, it's it's devastation, right? I mean, it's a security blanket. You didn't, you, nobody expected Sean to go. And, I mean, again, even look at – I remember distinctly when they hit those seven and nine years defending Sean and saying that, look, right. he's the best chance they have to win – because some people were calling for his head then. But, look, I, I think with this, you got to take the Dallas stuff with a grain of salt because I get the feelings about it and more things are coming about about how real sick that could be. But the problem is that I have with it is Jerry Jones has his hand in the pot, and Sean's been a guy where he came to New Orleans. He's had complete and total control of everything. <laughs> he's had free reign. Right. Gail, Gail and Tom Benson said, all right, cool. And then Mickey's like, what do you need? It's the type of thing is he's had control over this entire situation since he got here. I don't think he's going to get the same thing in Dallas, regardless of what Jerry paints in the sky or anything like that. I know the Giants are one. I mean, he has ties to the Giants. He has ties to a lot of things, right? Ties to Chicago because he lived there. You got ties to the West Coast because San Diego State. You even go to the Eagles. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, there's right. just different things that he's had been a part of. But look, I don't. If he was to go and coach somewhere like Dallas in 2023, that would be very hard, I think, for some of the fans to accept for sure. Because again, like you said, saving going and. Uh, look, I mean, I've got LSU right underneath <laughs> here, so it's like I understand right. that argument, right? I understand. I'm like, oh god, if he would have just stayed, and you know, all this other stuff. But um, man, you know, I I think we're still a long ways off. And I legitimately, when he said everything, I think he's really going to try, try to focus on some family issues and try, or not issues, but focus on his family and just really try to recharge his batteries. And maybe a TV network is going to throw some crazy deal at him just to try to get him on. But, look, he said he wants to keep coaching, and so that's definitely not going to be the Saints going forward. So let's let's dive into that a little bit. And, look, I, I'm assuming he wants to be around football, maybe in TV, like he mentioned and like you just mentioned as well. Uh, but let's focus a little bit outside uh, of Sean as well. I mean, that the nose news, and we can't we can predict a future time, but, look, we're going to sit here a year ago or a year from now and be like, boy, were we right or, boy, were we wrong. And, and look, we'll see. Um but Dennis Allen is very interesting. Sean even brought him up in the press conference today, calling him a really big and good candidate. What is your feeling around Dennis Allen? Obviously, it seems like he leads uh, for that position, but what are you feeling? What are you hearing? Yeah, look, I think with Dennis Allen, that's the, the front runner, right? And again, uh, potentially looking at Aaron Glenn, DC of the, the lines right now, uh, they're going to have to do some due diligence. Gail Benson said they're going to look inside and outside. Eric Bieniemy is a hot name, obviously, that people are suggesting. I even thought about Doug Peterson just because of his ties to Sean Payton. That could be somebody that 
an outside guy. I mean, there's really just limitless possibilities. But if I was talking to now, if you're saying who's going to fill this role, here's how I'd see this play out. Dennis Allen would take the head coaching job, freeze up the D.C. spot. You put Ryan Nielsen or Chris Richard in that position because Chris Richard's getting interest from the Steelers and now the Ravens, Ravens for their right. D.C. spot. So you can keep them. Pete Carmichael calls the plays. Then maybe you say Mickey Loomis takes more of a presidential role in the team and that opens up Jeff Ireland to take the GM spot. I mean, I could see this potentially playing out that way. Whoever's going to be their next coach, a couple things is they're going to have to be willing to come in and do the work is what I would tell you. And a lot of people blow over the salary cap, all this kind of crap, but they'll be fine. They're going to make it work. They're going to make things happen. They're still going to have a competitive roster. I don't think this is a rebuild type situation. I agree. The biggest questions you still have to answer, who's your quarterback? Who's going to catch the ball? That's the two biggest things that you got to answer because their defense year over year is going to stay the same. You still have to make big decisions on if you're going to keep Quan Alexander. And then are you going to, what are you going to do with Marcus Williams? Because you could franchise tag him and still keep him, but I know they want to try to get some type of long term deal done. PJ Williams is another guy. I mean, he's played his way to, to get a better contract instead of these year to year deals that he's been on. So, Offensive side of the ball, a lot of question marks there. You still have some good core, good nucleus. And if they can get powered by that defense, I mean, I feel confident in Pete Carmichael's ability to call plays. I just don't know what they do at the quarterback spot. And I think that's the bigger question for me is if you see this play out, it's got to be DA. Everybody else gets promoted in-house, and then you start making everything else work. Does DA get some link? Because let me tell you something, John, and this is just an opinion. And I would say this about any organization or anybody. Why, it, let's just say hypothetically the Chicago Bears want Dennis Allen for whatever reason. I don't think that they do, but let's just say hypothetically. Why would Dennis Allen want to take the Saints head coaching job if they're going to tell him, hey, this has got to be your offensive coordinator, these two guys need to be your defensive coordinator, this guy needs to go here, this guy needs to go there. I, I mean, John, it seems like he's just a title at that point. Maybe he makes some calls on fourth down. Maybe he does some different things, but – do you see a scenario where maybe a Pete Carmichael is, I don't want to say fired or let go or whatever, but do you think that he would have some autonomy to bring his own pieces in here and bring maybe his own coordinators in here? I mean, it's very possible. I, I think that when you look at it, you know, you got to remember when Dennis joined the team or rejoined the team, rather, he came on as a senior defensive assistant mm -hmm. to Rob Ryan. And then Rob Ryan got the boot, and then he ended up coming into D.C. And I think he's handpicked a lot of these play these coaches to work with, too. He's had a say in it. And, look, I think that's some of the desirable traits, that if he does get a head coaching job, he can kind of pick his staff. But I feel like the work's kind of done for him. He just has to come in and lead a team and be able to have some say here. And, and look, again, it's no discredit to anybody else that's on the roster. They've got a lot of up-and-coming staffers, and they're going to keep working through that. But, you know, I could tell you his his interview with Chicago got nixed today because of everything that happened with Sean. So maybe they picked that back up. Maybe not because now it seems like, you know, with everything that's happened in New Orleans, they're going to have to scramble because now you're behind the eight ball. You're going to have a new coach, which means you're going to start your offseason program one week early, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But you also got the senior bowl again behind you. And that's a prime place where Saints find talent. They found Trey Hendrickson, Zach Bond, Ian Book, not the best examples maybe in some of those. Adam Troutman's another one. I mean, there's tons of those players that they found at the senior bowl in years past. And, you know, that's where their attention has to go to. They got to look at this stuff in-house, but, you know, now for me, I, I think Dennis would come in and they'd probably at least operate a year with the staff and then say, okay, if there's somebody that doesn't work out or you butt heads, maybe you can make the change and, and go different directions if you want to. Is Jameis Winston going to return now because of this? Well, I'll tell you this. They're not going to be in a running for Russell Wilson. I'd be really surprised <laughs> for that. <laughs> right. You know, I think before Sean was staying, but I think it takes him out of the running for a lot of those marquee quarterbacks. And, again, it still could happen. But now you're in a space where resigning Jameis makes sense. Does that give you the best chance to win? I think it'll give you some good chances. But, I mean, we've seen in the playoffs, Pat Mahomes lighting it up, Josh Allen. I mean, these are franchise killer elite quarterbacks that are making a big difference. So, Maybe they have a stopgap in the middle there. And, again, I, I say this loosely without saying a whole bunch, but, you know, I'm not saying trade for, like, Derek Carr or any of these other guys that might be up at Jimmy G, but 
you know, what if you have Matt Ryan for a year? I'm just saying, what if you have him as a stopgap before you decide? Or do they go untraditional and say, hey, it's Kenny Pickett, guy from Pitt, who comes in and we're just going to roll with a rookie and then that's how it's going to be? Because I'll tell you, Taysom Hill, that Liz Frank surgery, I don't know if he's going to be ready for week he one. He won't. Jameis, no. I wasn't sure, but I've seen his rehab and obviously got to remember his MCL damage wasn't, it wasn't requiring surgery. It's just the ACL injury and he's looking fantastic. So, other things about this is other parts and pieces. The Steelers need a quarterback. There's going to be a lot of teams out there that are still going to need a quarterback. Hell, the Bucks are going to probably need one if Tom decides to to hang it up. I mean, there's going to be other teams that are interested in it. And look, I say all this that you have the capital to go after somebody. And so it's got to be a thing where the office, front office and the coach got to be on the same page because you can part with your next two years worth of four, first rounders. You can this year's and next year's to go get an elite quarterback and be okay with it. Because look at their draft history. You got Peyton Turner and Cesar Ruiz. That's not setting the world on fire by any standard. So I think you can be okay without getting those two first round picks. But again, it's an interesting direction. And honestly, I don't know where they're going to go. I could, I could give you some scenarios. If it was Sean there, I could tell you, but now with somebody we don't know, there's no telling. I don't think they're going to strip it down, trade guys like Lattimore, Kamara. That that seems foolish. I don't think this is a thing where you just say, well, we had a good run and we just strip it down. There's still a lot of great talent in this locker room to be able to put together a contender. They just got a couple of spots on the offensive side of the ball to fix. John, a couple more and I'll, I'll get you out of here. The last one I promise will be a little humorous and we'll, we'll have a laugh and a, a good old time. Um and I don't know how to ask this, John, outside of just kind of coming out here and asking it. What's up with Pete Carmichael in this, right? Meaning he's been with Sean since Adam and Eve. He, I mean, he's been there from the beginning. He hasn't really interviewed too many places for other offensive coordinator spots and or being a head coach. Uh, John, and I, maybe Pete Carmichael's a bad, a bad case, but do you see – a big part of him, a big part of maybe what Sean Payton brought in, leaving with him out the door. And I know I've kind of asked that, but I mean, you look at the Saints' offense. You look at maybe they're not as innovative as some other offenses. You look at Josh Allen. You look at the Kansas City game. You look at Joe Burrow. It seems as if those big games are really innovative offenses. Uh, what's up with Pete Carmichael? Do you think that he also steps away, or do you think that this is his time to shine? I think it's his time to shine. I mean, he's I mean, he's been there for a long time. I think he's adopted, he's learned a long time of of behind Peyton and he's smart, he's capable. You know, I don't think the Bucks game was indicative of what he has mm. to offer as a play caller, but I think he's in the spotlight. You know, I don't think this is a situation where you just again say, let's go through assistance and just scrap it down or anything like that. But I think they're gonna get a, a chance. They're gonna get a fair shot with him. And before they say, let's go move on. And, you know, again, guys like Joe Brady, you wonder what, what what happened with him? You know, does he come back into some capacity now that, you know, things have changed up a little bit? What do you do with some of these that have been linked around to the Saints and stuff? And so, again, I think when you look at it, it it's going to depend on who gets a quarterback because I think you need some fresh perspective here. I, I think Pete can do it. But, you know, again, for me to say that he would be, I'm just going to leave on this. No, I think you'd have to be let go or fired if they decided to go in a different direction. Cause you know, very well guys have talked about Eric B enemy. I mean, he's an offensive minded coach. He would call the plays essentially. And so, I mean, I know he could work well with, with somebody like a Pete Carmichael, but you know, again, you just kind of run that risk that whoever you take it, if, if it's Dennis, it's more of, okay, well, he's got a handle on the defense. Pete takes care of the offense. And then that, that's where it's going to be. Speaking of Joe Brady, <laughs> I'm just I, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Wink. Uh, look, I do want to ask you something humorous though. And look, Joe's out there. I don't I don't think it's happening. I'm just making you know making mm-hmm. fun of it. Um, will the Saints start drafting LSU players now that Sean's out the building? I mean, that is the million dollar question, John. I mean, I'm getting hit up all day long. I make the tweet. It goes viral and all this kind of shit about the Saints are actually going to draft LSU players now. Uh, I'm making a joke, but what do you think when people are asking? I, I, if they're asking me, they got to be asking you about that, right? Yeah. Well, I got to be honest with you. I was bracing for another question that I saw earlier. Somebody said, no, bring Ed O over to the Saints and let him coach. And so I was like, I was like um, no, but okay, that's – 
good try, champ. But, you know, uh, look, I don't think there's been an aversion, if you will. I mean, they've had LSU players, but maybe now you look at the, the spotlight and maybe it does. I don't think it's saying it's a bias or anything like that. But, you know, look, got some talented guys and you just Absolutely. look at it. A Jamar Chase could come in and change the franchise. Uh, Joe Burrow can change the franchise. I mean, Devin White, you go down the list of all sorts, Justin Jefferson. I mean, you just go down the list that for whatever reason you've got, I mean, LSU has been a feeder school for wide receiver and defensive back talent. I mean, I think that's, and again, it's not that they haven't had any good other people position to be linebackers, another one too, but you have a real opportunity here to, to get some of that. And I think it'll help for sure, but you know, Maybe we'll see some LSU guys. Maybe we won't. I mean, it'll probably be La Tech or somebody else that gets drafted. <laughs> ULM. You'll be yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, what uh, Bishop? Not Bishop Gorman. What was the fake high school that ESPN showed the game? Bishop Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> you know, John Hendricks for Bishop Sycamore, quarterback. Six yeah, six runs right. a four two forty. You know, stuff like that. John, oh, you've yeah. been fantastic as always, man. I, I didn't know it was going to play out this when we when we were going to bring you on, but it did. Never does. And, and look, we'll that's the joy about it. It is. <laughs> well, look, I, I swear to God, John, I was working out, and I'm sure you got the text like every a lot of people else did. Hey, it's happening. Hey, it's coming. And I was working out, and I that's when I texted you. And for the viewers, I texted John. And I was just like. Bro, tonight's show is going to be lit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Yeah, awesome. we didn't even get to the eulogy part. Sorry, no, guys. I mean, yeah. No, we didn't. Epitaph, a eulogy. <laughs> I had all my notes prepared. I wake up early, start getting notes ready, threw them in the trash. I was like, screw it. it, it it's over with, you know? Uh, but, John, tell everybody where they can catch all your stuff. I know you, you're doing the podcast. You're reporting a lot of stuff. Uh, but tell them everywhere you can catch it or catch your stuff. Absolutely. Yep, just go easiest way I can tell you is Saints.media to keep up with all our Saints News Network coverage. Follow me on Twitter at John J. Hendricks. It's Hendricks just like Jimmy with the IX. And then, uh, you know, just drop me a line. I'm always good for an interaction and fun stuff. But, you know, Absolutely. it's going to be an interesting season. <sighs> Today was nuts and tomorrow will be even more nuts. And so the real fun is when the offseason starts, I feel like, because when the season's here, I mean, it's just a matter of going here, doing that, and then doing the normal thing. But the offseason is really when the work happens. Perfect gift placement by you when the announcement came. Perfect gift placement. <laughs> I got I, I to I give you that. Tommy Lee Lewis. I mean, it's, it's only fitting. <laughs> right. All right, brother. We'll see you again soon. We'll bring you on uh, shortly, and, and have a good night, my man. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. Thanks. That is John Hendricks. Always fantastic, man. Always absolutely fantastic in everything that he does. Um well, looks like Ben is Ben's mommy has just returned, so that that's that's great news. Um, we'll we'll continue to do some LSU stuff. Look, fire inside your questions right now. Hashtag Ask Blake. You want to ask some recruiting questions? You want to ask any kind of questions regarding LSU, SEC, whatever sports related? Fire them inside right now, and that's how we will end um, the show tonight. Uh, and we'll get to it. Just want to talk very quickly about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, 985-386-7600, Need to talk to somebody about your insurance company and what they're doing behind Hurricane Ida. Get in touch with them today. Again, this is Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. And I'm a good friend, Tracy, over the New Orleans Bourbon Fest, neworleansbourbonfest.com. Guys, I will be there March the 26th. You want to go have some good food, have a couple of drinks, uh, sample a lot of good bourbons. I, I went there a couple of years ago. It was absolutely fantastic. Again, it's neworleansbourbonfest.com. Buy your tickets today by going to the website. Again, I'll be on there on the 26th. You'll have a fantastic time, neworleansbourbonfest.com. Okay. Let's so we're gonna get some questions fired inside of here, uh, and that's how we'll end the show. Uh, do us a favor too before you get out of here. If, if some of you are leaving, uh, hit the like button, hit the share as well. Uh, but Pooh Bear says hashtag Ask Blake. Have you seen Caleb Douglas pick with Hankton and Kelly? Yep, he looks very uh, disinterested. Uh, you know, Pooh, I kind of I kind of noticed that. Um, I kind of noticed that as well. Um, but I don't really know the kid either. Is that his normal personality? You know, is that just his normal innuendo? Is that just how he, how he, you know, how he is 24 seven? I don't know. 
Uh, but I, I did notice that. Wilson on YouTube says, Blake, multiple recruiting sites were said this morning that uh, Jimbo Fisher will be going in-house and in-home visits. Um, well, did they know the exact time that Jimbo Fisher landed inside of Hammond, Louisiana, got into a black suburban, the gates were opened, and there was an escort for Jimbo Fisher outside of the gates at the Hammond Airport. He's spotted by multiple people at the airport, multiple people inside of Hammond, multiple people inside of Ponchatoula. Guys, I'm not I I'm not subscribed to any of these other sites. Not a shot at them. Not taking their content. Who gives a shit? When multiple people that I know have eyeballs and then you reach out to multiple recruits about in-home visits, they say that they're going to be talking and meeting with Jimbo Fisher. What in the Rudy Pooh hell do you want me to do? This is the problem with talking recruiting on social media. God forbid you have eyewitness accounts of a coach from a Power 5 program touching down in the damn parish that you grew up in, I might add, and you think that the people that work there in a small town wouldn't let a brother know what's going on. Get out of here with that. Stop. 532, by the way. Hawkins Nick on Facebook says, Hashtag Ask Blake, what are your thoughts on Danny Lewis Jr. or what are you hearing? I was just reading about him on a website and how Bama is trying to lure him into Tuscaloosa. I'll be honest, I don't have... Um, uh, I don't have a lot of news there. I, I got to tell you, this guy Stan, he, boy, boy, he be sending brother some crazy shit. He be sending some, brother, brother Stan, I think it's Stan. Um, Stan, you don't have to watch the show. I mean, it looks like you're standing on top of your house trailer with a red bandana on and a cut off blue shirt. Um, maybe that's where you have to sit to get the AYS reception. I don't know. I don't know. But, come on, bro. Uh, the mayor on YouTube says, hashtag ask Blake, any idea when BK will have another presser? I do not know that. I do not know that. Uh, Dak says, Jarek Bernard has been crystal ball to LSU. Yeah, like I said, last night and Thursday, feel pretty confident about him as well. We'll see how that goes. But Jarek Bernard or Bernard Converse, however you want to talk about it, is the DB had 40-plus, I think it's, what, 46, 47 starts at Oklahoma State as a corner. Uh, would be a really good addition for the Tigers. Uh, Stefan says, hashtag ask Blake, what is Ben's current measurables and where uh, and are we looking at future collegiate linemen? Um, as a two-year-old, I, I don't know. He's like in the 97th percentile in height and like 91 percentile, 92 percentile in weight. Um He's got his calves are kind of defined, which is a little scary. Um, so, may I don't know. He's about yay high. I don't know what is it, about three, four, three foot, three foot. Loves hitting the baseball off the tee though too. Creole King on YouTube says hashtag Ask Blake. What about Joe Labardi returning as as head coach? I don't know that. I I mean, it seems as if. Um, it seem it would seem as if, um, per John, it, if it's not Dennis Allen, maybe they'll look at some other different places, and they, or maybe they want to splash higher. But maybe in Lombardi, maybe. Um, yeah, Bryce on Facebook says, "Dude got to stand on his tin roof." with his hand held in antenna for that news, that AYS news. Yeah, dude, been sending me some crazy stuff. Last night, I got off the show, and it's like 175 different notifications. I think 70 of them were for him. Like, why are you wearing your hat like that? Why is your hat purple? Why do you keep smacking? Why do you keep talking about LSU? Why do you keep doing this? Bro, I don't know. I mean, good googly moogly. Uh, Rupert on Facebook says, hashtag ask Blake, can my group create, record some lyrics for your AYS opening? If so, I could DM you to send an email. Sure. Hit me up. I'll always listen. We'll do some stuff. We'll do some stuff. Just hit me up. We'll see how, we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. 
Christopher Brown on Facebook says, hashtag ask Blake, do you think the Saints pick up a wide receiver this year? They have to. They have to. Um, they 1,000, they 1,000% have to. Um, you can't rely on Michael Thomas to number one, come back, or number two, to be healthy, or number three, to be an actual normal person. Um, I don't think that they have a, ch- I don't think that they have a choice. I don't think that they have a choice. So, yeah, I would think that they'd have to, they're going to have to, um, They're going to have to do that. Uh, Cole K says, this was a good chat, Blake. You should have more local guests on. Well, you need to tell the local guests to stop being so Rudy-poo sometimes. And if you if they get invited to come on, they should come on. Uh, LSU Fan 05 on YouTube says, Jacoby Matthews recently posted on a story, and he tagged Harold Perkins. Uh, could there be something uh, to do with this? And it said that the headline that they were coming to Baton Rouge on uh, this weekend. No. I mean, they just, you know, just coming together. We'll see. We'll see. Stacy says, Hashtag asks, Blake, will LSU ever get a wrestling team again? I don't, I've never, I haven't heard anything uh, uh, about that. Uh, Richard Knight says, hashtag ask Blake, any chance Jackson State gets in the mix with Perkins? That seems to be a, some of the years. And like we talked about last night, if um, if Dion's able to pull off Travis Hunter and he's able to pull off Harold Perkins, I, I mean, I don't think Dion coaches another – I think he coaches one more season at Jackson State before somebody in a Power 5 program goes out there and, set, and hires him as their next head coach. Somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to at least attempt to do it. When you get, if just for argument's sake, if um, if they do it, or if he's able to pull it off, and you get two top five recruits to go to FCS school, and maybe. I mean, I could I could see some – I mean, crazier things have happened. Crazier coaches have been happened. Uh, Semper on YouTube says, will you listen to my mixtape if I send it to you? Sure. I will listen to a mixtape if you send it to me. I will 1,000% listen to everybody's mixtape. Um, you want to hear a funny story? I'm not going to tell you the guy's name. So this guy from St. Bernard – Love the people from St. Bernard. My best friend is is from Chalmette. He's a Chalmation. Um, sent me a DM about a year ago and wanted to do a rap song for the intro of AYS. I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Well, I'll listen to it. And, uh, I, I mean, guys, it was, it was horrible. I mean, horrible. He's talking about – he I, – I don't – I, I can't even say, and I was like, "Look, man, I can't. You know, I'm not going to do an intro, an intro with all this cursing in it, talking about how he's with females and he, how he's doing this and how he's doing that. He'd be on the streets, s t r e t t s, the streets. He spelled it out, um, and I just politely said, "Hey, man, I appreciate it, but I really just love our intro. Uh, it's become a part of." Um, our show, and you would have thought that I ended this guy's life. You know, calling me a, a, a like a calling me a whole bunch of different uh, uh, kind of names, and I was like, "Well, look, man, you, it, it, I don't mind it, and maybe we could do something." Uh, but he spelled. I was like, "But buddy, you spelled streets wrong. S T R E T T S is not how you spell streets," and. I mean, he just got really upset, and um, I don't know. I don't know. It was nuts. Uh, Cody Anderson on YouTube says, why is the sky blue? (laughs) I don't know, but I've gotten weirder questions. I had somebody a couple of years, about a year ago too, send me, hey, what's your shoe size? It looks like I I, I don't see your entire body on on the show, but it looks like you got big feet. I didn't even respond. It's like, yeah, man, I wear a size 13. You know, 
but I, I why am I going to tell you that? Trey says, "Hey Blake, when is the AYS, when is AYS going to get into NIL? Who says that we haven't already?" Who says J- again? I've been trying to tell people this. Just because it's not public doesn't mean it's not happening. Doesn't mean it's not happening. But I, I did not feel like I had to make things public for it to happen. But guess you have to. Maybe we'll make it public. Uh, Hawkins Nick says, hashtag ask Blake, who are the recruits LSU will be hosting this weekend besides Matthews and Parkins? I think uh, Douglas, um, the Douglas, the wide receiver, um, will be here. Guys, and refresh my memory. Who else is going to be here? I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. There's a handful of other people that's going to be here. Uh, but Perkins, um, Matthews, Douglas. Uh, Danny Lewis was supposed to be doing um, like a midweek visit, like a uh, being here Wednesday, Thursday or something like that. But we'll see. I, I can't I can't really remember without it being in front of my in front of my face like for our notes so we'll see no citizen was last week trevante citizen came last week holden lee says now know what they say people with big feet yeah they have to they have to wear big socks they have to wear big socks um people say just delete all those crazy things yeah i know i know but I just click on them. I don't, like, pre-read them or anything. All right, guys, we'll see you all tomorrow. We'll probably go before. We'll see how the game and how the how it's going, but we're probably going to go before, do, like, an LSU basketball pregame, and then we'll get going. So our intention is to see you again tomorrow, knuckleheads, and see you soon. All right, guys, peace out. Thanks to John Hendricks for joining us. We'll see you all Wednesday. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.